Snorestop.com. Snorestop. Keeping you together. Sometimes life is wonderful. And sometimes it's not. Cherish the good. But always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. 800-626-4910. She's a Southerner, the mama of Thing 1 and Thing 2, and she says it the way it is. She's the Hammer. This is the Rachel Hammer Show on WTKI Talk. Good evening. Welcome to the Rachel Hammer Show. 256-684-8000 is the number. Find me on Facebook, The Rachel Hammer Show, Twitter, R underscore Hammers, or email me. Rachel at WTKIRadio.com. How are you this evening, my Brian? I am okay, Your Highness, Queen Rachel. I like it. Yes. has a nice ring to it. Of course it does. Ah, all right. Even though, even though we know Tiki the Cat's really the queen of the castle. Not my castle. We let you pretend to be queen. Not to my castle, sir. This is true. Ah, anyway. Thing lays Mm. on the window all day, stretched out. Poor, poor cat child, sunbathing. Yep, 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 yep. What a tough Uh, life she has, you know? Why, why do people, why are people so stupid? That's the million dollar question. I know. That is the million-dollar question. No, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine today. They happened to be down at the beach this weekend. Four drownings over the weekend. Double red flag conditions. Like They were telling me uh, one of the individuals who passed away was trying to rescue somebody else's children. Like, I get it. It's your vacation. You want to get in the sand. You paid a lot of money to go to the beach. You... It's not worth your life. Now, when we were down there, I mean, the water couldn't have been more perfect. You could walk out and you could see up to your waist and the, the waves weren't. But if it's red flags or double red flags, I'm damn sure not going to let my children go out in the water. Four people have lost their lives this weekend in Panama City, in Destin. Three tourists, one from Tennessee, two from West Virginia, And a 48-year-old male last week. And and they're attributing all this to the, the rip currents. The, the article says a man was also pulled from the waters of Orange Beach yesterday. His condition is not known. Like, it, to me, it's just incredibly selfish. Like, the, the flags are put out for a reason, and if they tell you not to go on the... I saw something, too, that they... To the point where they've had so many rescues, and uh, you know, of course, it's four lives lost. That they were actually going to start prosecuting people who were getting in the water. I think they should. I mean, God forbid that's somebody's child or somebody's parent. Uh, there was one that the guy who was trying to save somebody else's kids. Now his kids don't have a, a father. And I'm not condemning the guy for trying to help save those children. I I don't know the ages of the children, but it's just so daggum selfish, in my 
humble opinion. Stay out of the water if the red flags are out. That shouldn't be a tough concept, should it? One would think. Oh. People irritate me, Brian. When they're selfish like that, it irritates me. Selfish drivers irritate me, too. Well, selfish drivers, yes. There's only just a few of them out there. I may be one of them. You're doing 70. You can't even see their headlights. They're right behind you. What are you trying to mate? I don't. Back off. I don't know. I I don't know. Um, well, and that's like, you know, we've had all this talk about the gas tax and infrastructure and, and another individual on, uh, I think it's called Point Mallory Parkway there. It's the the road that runs from the target to the new public syndicator. Another individual lost their life there today. And I guess they're saying, well, we can't do anything because it's part of the wildlife refuge, so we can't expand the road. Put one of those things with the poles and the um, the wire guard down the center. Do something. How many people have to die there? And it's it probably that. It's probably people in a hurry. Somebody crosses over the line. And then did you see where they screwed up on Governor's Drive? I hadn't seen this. Oh, they made the uh, the turn lane, like the interior lane there, uh, a bit too small. Just perfect for bicycles, right? Maybe a golf cart. Wow. Maybe a golf cart, but yeah, the uh, the roads there. Like, who's running this show? I mean, when Domino's Pizza can go through and fix potholes better than a city... I still think that's a fantastic idea. Let let these companies go through, fix potholes, put their label on it. Do what? In 30 minutes or less. They probably did it in 30 minutes or less, and they probably uh, did it for a hell of a lot of money than we're getting socked for every time the the government uh, does it. Just a thought. So much stuff would be better if it was privatized. Privatize it. Uh, all right, we're going to talk about uh, the migrants today. Wayfair workers apparently are walking off the the job to protest furniture sales to migrant detention centers. Mm-hmm. New York Magazine is reporting that the Obama administration handed child migrants over to human traffickers. That's New York Magazine, by the way. New York Daily News found a mom who has been ensnared in the immigration quagmire is in a race against deportation. They're, they're complaining about the that you have so many kids on, on the border and, oh, look, they're in cages. Of course, the pictures with Jay Johnson uh, walking through there are still very prevalent on the Internet. That doesn't just go away, Democrats, because you want it to. Uh in that they're sleeping on floors. It's terrible. But let's look at the parents that have brought these kids into this situation. Where the adults, because we know not all of them are actually parents, who have brought these children into this situation. Is there any responsibility there? We have more people coming across our border than we have beds to put them in. And now you've got Wayfair workers who are protesting because uh, they sold furniture uh, to the detention centers. We'll talk more about it after the break. 256-684-8000. This is the Rachel Hammer Show. Don't go anywhere. a podcast of The Rachel Hammer Show, go to WTKIRadio.com.
Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're looking for senior care for your mom or dad like I was, call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Their local advisors will explain your options and help you select senior living communities at no cost to you. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-279-7605. That's 800-279-7605. There's a place for answers, a place for mom. For our troops and their families, the military is more than a career. It's a journey. And every step along the way, the USO is there. It's an experience that that soldier will never forget for the rest of his life. That's what the USO does. From the time they join to the time they transition out of the military, the USO is there, offering programs and support along the way. The USO has tons of programs, how to do a job interview, what to wear, what not to wear, knowing that there was going to be a life after the military. For over 70 years, the USO has continued to meet the needs of our troops and their families, standing with them when it counts. We all got to watch pretty much his last goodbye right before we were notified he was gone. Without the USO, it wouldn't be possible for me and my children to watch Jared tell us that he loves us. These are memories that we'll have forever. Be a part of their journey. Learn more today at USO.org. Giving service with a smile. That's my reason for choosing Huntsville Hospital. Crystal Ditto needed a recipe for relief. Back pain was making it impossible for her to serve up the friendly customer service that had become a hallmark at her restaurant. Thanks to back surgery and the expertise of neurosurgeons at Huntsville Hospital Spine and Neuro Center, she's back serving up her favorite meals, and she's doing it with a smile. You can hear more about my story and my surgery at Huntsville Hospital by visiting myreason.org. Practice hard and you can beat your toughest opponent. Keep pushing and you can beat your best time in the mile. Use your head and you can beat that old largemouth bass. But one thing you should never try and beat is a train. Beating the train is a deadly game and the train wins every time. That's because any approaching train is always closer and going faster than you think. No wonder someone is hit or killed by a train every three hours. Pay attention around train tracks. Always stop for an approaching train. And never, ever drive around lowered gates or flashing lights. It's not only illegal, it'll get you killed. Sure, mad video skills will help you beat your buddies. But don't risk your life and theirs trying to beat the train. Drive safe, Alabama. Sponsored by ALDOT, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, in this station. Talk radio doesn't have to be boring. Hey, it's Joe Pags. Join me tonight on WTKI. This is the Rachel Hammer Show, 256-684-8000. Find me on Twitter, Facebook, Parlay, the Rachel Hammer Show, or email me, Rachel at WTKIRadio.com. All right, so Wayfair workers... Uh, Supposedly are going to walk off the job to protest furniture sales to migrant detention centers. So I'm confused now. So they want them sleeping on the floor? Workers are demanding the e-commerce furniture giant cease all current and future business with contractors operating detention centers. Mm-hmm. Organizing under the newly formed group Wayfair Walkout. It's trending on Twitter, by the way. That makes it official. Workers are demanding the e-commerce furniture giant cease all current and future business with contractors operating detention centers and establish an ethics code that empowers employees to act in accordance with Wayfair's core values. Well, apparently they are because the, the CEO said uh, this, this is what we're doing. Wait a minute, though. Listen to what they're asking for. I, the irony, Right. They want an ethics code established so that they can operate from what they believe are their core values. But I guarantee you, these are the same people that are demanding that that guy bake that damn cake. No, 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 no. You you can't disagree with us. They apparently are the moral authority. 
A group sent a letter to the company's leadership last week signed by 547 employees calling for an end of operations that furnish detention centers. Have you been on Wayfair lately, Brian? That's That stuff's not cheap. I said, have you been on Wayfair lately? Have you ever gone on there looking at furniture? No, I haven't. But, you know, first, they're here illegally. Two, they need a place to sit and be on the floor. So it's all about feelings and never think it through. Well, this is so. This is what I don't get. And that's why I'm, I'm thinking... Because, okay, so I have ordered stuff from Wayfair before, but that, again, like I gotta scrounge and save up to, to order some of this stuff from Wayfair, right? Like, especially their furniture. And I'm thinking right. to myself, why are we spending that much money on furniture for detention centers? I, I mean, just uh, a question. That, well, maybe they, maybe they got a good deal, but if I was the CEO, I'd say, if you don't like it, there's the door. There's the door, right. Um, Again, these are the same people I guarantee you are demanding the baker bake the cake. Uh, we believe that the current actions of the United States and their contractors at the southern border do not represent an ethical business partnership Wayfair should choose to be a part of, the letter said. In the message, employees said the company recently fulfilled an order of bedroom furniture worth $200,000. There's your tax dollars at work to be sent to a facility in Texas. Housing migrant children and operated by BCFS, a nonprofit government contractor that manages detention camps. So they're they're they want an ethical business partnership. They should Wayfair should choose to be a part of. Well, then they need to go start their own company, don't they? At Wayfair, we believe that everyone should live in a home that they love, the employees wrote. Let's stay true to that message by taking a stand against the reprehensible practice of separating families which denies them any home at all. Uh, the company responded, by the way, by saying they would not stop providing furniture to the detention centers, which have come under uh, criticism for their unsafe and dangerous conditions. It says, as a retail, it is standard practice to fulfill orders for all customers. The company of over 12,000 employees replied in a letter signed by the leadership team. Let's go to the phones. Uh, we've got Carl from Huntsville. Carl, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you today? Very well, thank you. Um, well, I'm with Brian. I would sit there and, you know, here's your two-week notice. Uh, thank you for working with us. It's I'm sorry we we're partying like this, or you've chose to leave us. And um, if you uh, you know if there's any obligation to, for a two week notice of, of payment, uh, or if they walk off and expect any payments thereafter, just tell them you reach the uh, ethics here by walking off, and so you've lost the. Uh, vacation time and things like this because of lost production time that you've cost the company and just sit there and sort of nail them and immediately I would go ahead and put up a notice that uh, uh, Mayfair is hiring at least 400 employees, new employees in the near future and uh, let them see that so maybe they'll straighten up and if not you get rid of a bunch of social paths in the first place because I always believe if you went back and studied all the people that did the shootings, uh, they either had liberal parents or uh, been very well uh, or very trained in, in liberal ideology of if you can't have it my way, you kill them, you know? Well, I, I, I think there might be something to that, Carl. But, no, I agree with you. Like, okay, so you want to walk out and protest. Or we're doing business. We're conducting a business. And if you don't like it, you don't have to work here. But what I find funny is the fact that, look, I guarantee you a lot of these are millennials working in the call center that are taking orders. Um, that uh, they're making demands. They don't own the company. They don't run it. And they are making well, demands of, of what the ethical responsibilities of this company are. And, and it gets better than that. The company is poised to make about $86,000 in profit, right? They are demanding that it be donated to races. It's a nonprofit that provides legal services to immigrants and refugees. Uh, 
Braces, of course, is applauding the organizers of the walkout in a tweet saying, no one works for a company profiting from these camps should be standing idly by as children are dying. This takes a village. Um, and, of course, guess who is supporting this? AOC. Uh, this is what solidarity looks like, uh, she tweeted. Um, well, you should bring up the fact that, uh, okay, you don't want anybody to support them, so you want us to have them starve on, in the border in our refugee camps because they can't get any food because you don't want anybody to sell it to us. Okay, that's fine. Now we're going to go charge you for, you know, 17,000 cases of murder and uh, sit there and start arresting them as they uh, die and say you're being charged with murder you didn't want us to feed them or do anything else so they died now you're being arrested well because what they want is they want them to just be let go into the country they want them to just be uh they want this open borders idea they want ice shut down they want the detention center shut down and they just want to let the flood of migrants come across the u.s border and uh doesn't really matter to them what actually happens to these individuals when they get there or these children that they're so concerned about because God knows who they're ending up with uh, and how many of these kids that we don't know are here that are getting trafficked or sexually abused. Uh, that's irrelevant because that part of the story, Carl, doesn't make them feel good. Yeah, well, I understand it's about a third of all the children coming through, at least a third, are... Uh really do not accept the person they're with as their parent, even though the person said, I'm the, their parent. The child says she doesn't, or they, he or she doesn't know them. So you can well, actually they're, they're DNA testing them the, now. They're DNA well, testing them now to make sure that these children are actually with their parents. And I, I think they need to, of course. What is that costing us? Uh, but I am very much a child advocate, and I, I'm okay with the idea of if these children are here, let's make sure they're actually with a legitimate parent. I'm all for DNA testing them. Uh, the president should come out and, and point out that uh, AOC and uh, Pelosi and the Democratic Party are for uh, child trafficking and uh, and sex, whatever you want to call it, uh, Sex trafficking. We have a huge problem with it here in the state. Yeah. Well, just sit there and accuse the Democratic Party of of, uh, co-sponsoring it. And so you're going to be looking into uh, bringing litigation and arrest of uh, uh, people in the House of Representatives. The Senate sort of seems to be sitting off to the side for the most part. But the uh, House and Pelosi are really riled up. So just sit there and announce it that... uh, uh, due to the nature of uh, that, we're going to, you know, international law, uh, have you arrested for uh, child trafficking and, you know, slavery in some cases, probably. Well, so, yeah, there uh, are uh, certainly some of these people are being put into slave-like situations. They're being, uh, you know, they're being fed and they're being housed uh, with whomever maybe brought them over here. Uh, the cartels are getting rich off of this. And, again, you've got uh, children mixed up in this who are, we know of at least one case where a child was rented out to get somebody across the border. Uh, you've got kidnapping in some of these uh, remote areas just to have a child with them. You're incentivizing it. And, uh, again, for the ones we don't know who are here, uh, certainly those children are at a terrible risk. Carl, thanks so much for the phone call. i got to take a quick break. This is The Rachel Amer Show. Gallagher, the happy conservative warrior. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 here where Huntsville comes to talk. WTKI Talk. If you missed the Fred Holland Morning Show, you missed a lot. The reason we have a roaring economy and low unemployment is these alleged evil corporations. They're spending their money on expansion, and expansion means employment, and employment means a lot of people out there are going to spend a little money. And they really believe that my life will be better if I make your life miserable. No, we're just both miserable, because you're already miserable, obviously. Fred Holland, weekday mornings at 6 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk. Thousands of people contact InventHelp.com. 
monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. CBS News Update. The acting head of Customs and Border Protection is out amid controversy over the care of migrant children. CBS's Bill Rakoff. John Sanders will leave his post on July 5th. His resignation comes amid outrage over the administration's treatment of detained migrant children, including the relocation of hundreds from an overcrowded Texas patrol station where they were held for weeks in squalid conditions without adequate food and water. President Trump was asked about the child detention facilities. I'm very concerned. Uh, and they're much better than they were under President Obama by far. The House is expected to vote this evening on a $4.5 billion emergency funding bill to address the needs of asylum-seeking migrants. Texas Democrat Veronica Escobar says lawmakers cannot let politics get in the way of providing for migrants. We have to meet our obligation as human beings and fund the needs for the care of these children. CBS News Update, I'm Pam Coulter. I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family, but here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office. I'll come to you. We worry about your case so you don't have to. When you've been injured, we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life. More important than almost anything else. And it's important to us, too, for one simple reason. Family takes care of each other, and the Lackey Law Firm will take care of you. The Lackey Law Firm. The Lackey Law Family. one 800 4 rights No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Did you know almost anything you can find at Stanley's is available as a salad or as a gluten-free wrap? Just ask. The meatball, ham and Swiss, steak kebab, steak combo, turkey, tuna, Italian cold cuts, the kitchen sink. Plus, that Stanley's tradition extends to vegetarian. Just taste it. Huntsville's original sub is Stanley's Sub Villas, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanley's on Facebook and receive special offers. They say timing is everything. So, starting right here, right now, it's a great time for anybody ready to get some real work done in Alabama. Wake up! It's time to grow. Because here, preparing for success starts before kindergarten. And it never, ever ends. And now, right now, we can deliver the right skills, the knowledge, the tools, and the experts to help put them all to work seamlessly. Whether you're somebody who needs to hire, somebody who wants to get hired, or a student who wants to know how to prepare to get hired, wherever you call home in the great state of Alabama, there's a new unified force for your success and a brighter future. It's time to get to work, Alabama. Alabama Works. Sponsored by Alabama Works, the ABA, and this station. Visit alabamaworks.com. Graces of Gurley is a faith-based ministry focused on sharing Christ with the Gurley community through loving and serving. Gurley is beautiful and full of love, but has much poverty. Nearly 60% of the school children receive a free or reduced lunch. Graces of Gurley supports local churches, schools, and neighbors by matching those in need with groups of willing volunteers. Graces also provides things like food boxes, finance and parenting classes, backpacks and school supplies, and so much more. If you would like to help with this ministry, please visit gracesofgurley.org. I'm Tim. And I'm Aaron. Join us for Beer Guys Radio every Saturday right after Cigar Dave on WTKI.
And this is The Rachel Hammer Show, 256-684-8000. Find me on Facebook, The Rachel Hammer Show, Twitter, Parlay, all, all the same. Or email me, Rachel, at WTKIRadio.com. I'm very excited to have her back. She is a member of the Clarion uh Project. She is an uh, international accredited human uh, UN human rights ambassador, uh, Raheel Raza. Raheel, thank you so much for coming on. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, so let's just jump right in, Raheel, and uh, talk about what is going on with Iran. Oh well, that is uh, not a new story. It's an old story. It just keeps getting more and more convoluted and complicated. Uh, you and I know that the Iranian regime is a very evil regime, and uh, you know they have threatened the existence of Israel, and now they are threatening the United States. And the Ayatollahs there um, are uh, people who just want power and control and money. None of it filtering down to the people. Uh, they are brutalizing the women as we speak. Uh, there are women who we are trying to, you know, who are in jail, who have been tortured, who have been jailed for a simple uh, thing as uncovering their hair. So what do we expect from this? Well, you know, Raheel, for a while it looked like maybe the people of Iran were were starting to move forward to, to say, hey, we've had enough, and you saw a a surge of women who were taking to things like social media and other uh, platforms to uh, bravely, I mean, that's sad to say that that has to be brave, but to bravely over there uncover their heads, and, and they are being jailed and tortured for this. Um, is it just and the regime has to, cracked to do down? Uh, well, there's always been a crackdown, and they are cracking down on the actual activists and their families and threatening them. But the movement is continuing. It's just that there is so much um, blockage of social media and news out of Iran more and more as we speak. So it's difficult for people to know what's going on, and they don't want people to know what's going on. They don't want the West. They don't want anyone outside of Iran to know what's going on. But I work with the Iranian dissidents here in Canada, and they tell me that they are working here uh, to get some of these women freed. And, you know, the activism continues because the young people of Iran are fed up of the Mullah regime. They are fed up of the Ayatollahs and this, you know, oppression and forcing of religiosity down their throats. So they want freedom. Uh, what? In, in regard to the United States, um, we have seen some... Uh, provocative actions uh, by, by Iran we have in the past. Um, we're seeing them uh, again now. You're seeing the war of words ratcheting up between the president uh, and the Ayatollah. Do you think this is headed for, for actual conflict? It could be, but both the countries know that that's not a, a real solution. They know that this... Uh, can be very dangerous for the for in terms of Iran. You know the entire area, the Middle East is impacted by it. But they have to be uh, careful and more cautious about the kinds of uh, wording that they are using. Uh, you know, continuously wanting to wipe Israel off the map of the world and and uh, you know obliterate it from its existence is not something that the rest of the Western world will easily accept. So yes, there is provocation going on, but. If sense prevails, we hope that uh, they will hope, hopefully at some point come to some sort of an agreement. Well, uh, from from your sources in Iran, how, how much are the sanctions affecting them? Because I think a lot of this is they're wanting out from under these sanctions. Of course, Trump has added new sanctions to Iraq, uh, Iran after uh, the drone was, was shot down. Uh, do you think Iran saw this as a sign of weakness that he did not follow through with the with the bombing? Oh, yes, they look upon every, everything as a sign of weakness, and they flaunt it in his face. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> this is two very, very strong adversaries playing with each other, each one of them capable of a lot of damage. And I think in terms of world peace and the kind of peace we want, and, uh, you know, it is a very dangerous uh, trajectory that uh, they are, uh, that Iran especially is on, because they've got to stop being uh, constantly provocative, and they've got to stop being 
being so arrogant as to think that, uh, you know, that nothing will happen, that they can get away with all of this. So, uh, you know, they have accepted that uh, they, they did bring down the drones. They do not want to accept that they had anything to do with the oil tanker situation. But, you know, they lie through their teeth uh, to their advantage, and uh, they are looking for allies in Europe and in the Middle East. And it's just a question of watch and wait and hold our breath and hope that uh, this doesn't uh, fan out into a full-fledged war because uh, it's not good for anyone in the long run. Well, and, and I have mixed feelings about it, uh, Raheel, honestly, because I, you know, I, under, I hear what the president is saying that when he found out that there was going to be 150 innocent, or mostly innocent, I should say, lives lost uh, to deciding to call it off. But I also see where that could be seen as a, as a sign of weakness. And uh, Iran, again, thinking that they have the upper hand um, over the United yes, States. Well, and, of course, the goal of everybody should be to make sure that Iran does not become a nuclear uh, power. Yeah. Well, true, true, but, you know, they're walking a very fine line. And as you say, uh, you know, it is the people that we are concerned about. It is the ordinary people, the masses, who always get impacted when there is a situation like this. Even uh, when there are sanctions, we worry that it is the ordinary people, the people in the street, the activists, uh, who are impacted by these. So, so yes, uh, there, there are mixed feelings, and there is always the fear. Uh, you know that uh, the the egos that get into the way of of, of such uh, conflicts uh, can uh, cause great damage to innocent people, and that's uh, you know where where the concern lies. Well, and, and Rahil, on some hand, I have to wonder if that's what Iran is looking for. Uh, clearly, they do not regard their people uh, with respect or dignity, and so if they can provoke the president into bombing then they can yeah. take to the airwaves and talk about the the great satan that is america and look what they did they killed these uh these innocent people um, you, you leaving their own provocations out of the out of the conversation that's exactly what they are trying to do is is provoke this because then they can use the victim ideology which is so uh, strong in, in in this situation and the islamists always use that the regime uses that because they just want to prove to the whole you know, it is America who's evil. They're the great Satan, and they're attacking the poor, innocent uh, uh, people of Iran, not realizing that it's the regime that needs to be attacked in some way, the regime that needs to go, uh, so that the people can live their lives in peace and freedom, which is what every human being deserves. Well, and I, I want to talk to you guys about some other stuff, uh, too. I was I was flipping through uh, through your Facebook page actually, and I, I saw something that was going on in Turkey uh, with an author that you you greatly respect. What's happening there? Yes, yeah, so uh, this wonderful author, and I don't know if you have uh, read her books, has written some incredibly powerful books uh, uh, about honor killings, about, uh, you know, religiosity, and just, I mean, she is uh, my favorite author. I dreamed of it. And, uh, you know, her life has been threatened because she addresses these issues. Uh, one of her books uh, very subtly spoke about the Armenian genocide. Uh, and so, um, but, you know, she is a brilliant author, internationally acclaimed, internationally recognized. Uh, but her life has been threatened. And unfortunately, Islamist regimes or, you know, uh, people like Erdogan, uh, those who are dictators, those who are theocrats, always use threats. All right. Well, Rahil, we have you, I, I believe, for another segment. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. I'm here. Absolutely. Well, I'd like to talk some more about this because some of these numbers are astounding, and I think most people in America uh, are, are not aware. So we're going to have more with Rahil Raza. Right after this, 256-684-8000. This is The Rachel Hammer Show. WTKI Talk. To hear a podcast of The Fred Holland Show, go to WTKIRadio.com. Why drive there when it's easier here? 
here. Here at Honda of Decatur. Too many new Hondas means better selection. Lower overhead means lower pricing. And low financing on a 19 Honda Civic LX starting at $19,799. A 19 Honda Accord LX starting at $22,699. Why drive there when it's easier here? As the savings are always greater at HondaOfDecatur.com and on Beltline Road. With a free credit from HFS dealer for details. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. How is pulmonary hypertension like a zebra? Doctors are taught when you hear hoofbeats, think horses, not zebras. They associate common symptoms with common ailments. But sometimes, hoofbeats do suggest a zebra. Are you noticing breathlessness, dizziness, chest pain, swollen ankles and legs, and wondering why? Sometimes it's asthma, COPD, sleep apnea, obesity. But sometimes it's pH. Pulmonary hypertension is a medical zebra, often mistaken for more common diseases and often misdiagnosed for several years. The next time you hear, consider pulmonary hypertension because early diagnosis and treatment are critical to slowing the progression of this serious illness. The Pulmonary Hypertension Association, empowered by hope. To learn more, visit sometimesitsph.org. This is an Alabama Legacy Moment. Born Henry Louis Aaron on February 5, 1934 in Mobile, baseball icon Hank Aaron first honed his baseball skills while growing up in Alabama. He is best known for breaking Babe Ruth's record of 714 home runs, ultimately hitting 755, a record that stood from 1974 to 2007. During his career, Aaron was a member of the Milwaukee and then Atlanta Braves for 21 seasons and made the National League All-Star team every year from 1955 to 1974. He won three Gold Glove Awards for outfield, and his lifetime records for most runs batted in and most extra base hits still stand. Aaron was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1982 with 97.8% of the votes cast. In 2002, he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom the nation's highest civilian honor. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. Common Sense 101. He really makes it that simple. Tom Sullivan, Saturdays at 3 on WTKI Talk. The final segment of the evening here on the Rachel Hammer Show, 256-684-8000. Raheel Raza, my guest, of course, if you've heard her on here before, you know she's a member of the Clearing Board Project. She's a accredited UN Human Rights Ambassador. Uh, Raheel, some of these numbers are just, uh, you know, I'm astounded. We have the ladies here in their, their pink hats marching in the streets to declaring that women don't have equal rights and uh quite honestly as a woman in the united states there's nothing i i've never been led to believe there's anything i can't do um and yet 38 percent of turkish women experience physical or sexual violence uh women murdered by a partner or family member uh the numbers are up tremendously uh according to the group we will stop femicide um Authorities ought to be investigating real violence against women and girls. And, and they, Erdogan even declared, uh, you cannot put women, women and men on equal footing. It's against nature, called childless women deficient, incomplete, and introduced legislation that uh, cleared statutory rapists if they married their victims. Well, yes, this is uh, how bad the situation is. And it's not just in Turkey with Erdogan, but it's in many parts of the Middle East. In Jordan, the penal code forgives a man if he kills a family member because of honor. And they're the women who are trying to change this. 
Uh, there have been uh, at least a thousand reported honor killings in Pakistan, according to UN statistics. So uh, when there is a million women march or when there is a Me Too movement, I would love to see them address what is happening to women in this part of the world and appreciate the freedoms that we have here. As a Muslim woman living in the West, I have a voice, I have freedoms, which I would never be able to entertain uh, living in that part of the world. So uh, it, I think that these are lessons for us. These numbers are a wake-up call for us to first be grateful for what we have and then to speak out for these women who don't have an opportunity to speak out. And this is part of the problem of extremism, of radicalization, and of, of uh, fundamentalism that is growing in many parts of the Muslim world. Well, but then you have a, a leader of this movement here, the Million Women March, and that in, happens to be a Muslim woman, Linda Sarsour, and I have, I have yet to hear her speak out about the atrocities that are happening to, to Muslim women around the world. No, she doesn't, because she, she's so busy attacking Trump in America and uh, Israel, and, uh, you know, her anti-Semitism comes foaming out of her mouth. Uh, you, you have the two uh, Muslim congresswomen, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. When have they spoken out about what is happening in their part of the world? Uh, Ilhan Omar is uh, originally from Somalia. Uh, I have been to Minneapolis where I've spoken to the Somali community, and their youth are being radicalized by a group called Al-Shabaab, and the Somali community is, is concerned about this and have reached out for help. But does Ilhan Omar, you know, take this on and address it or speak about it? No, the issue of youth radicalization in the United States is something that people are not aware of. <clears throat> and this new Clarion film that has been, uh, which is now in post-production, which we are screening at Capitol Hill, by the way, on, on July 19th, is called Kids Chasing Paradise. It is about how young kids, very, very young kids, under 10, are radicalized. It's how they are turned into warriors, how they, they are made into jihadists, because we believe no one is born a terrorist. Someone turns them into a terrorist, and that is what this film is about. And Clarion has also created a Preventing Violent Extremism workshop that goes with this documentary to teach educators and teachers and law enforcement parents on how to look for the signs of radicalization among young people and hopefully prevent it before they are pulled on to that, uh, you, you know, the, to that bandwagon where they get radicalized. Well, what do, what do you make of Ilan Omar? Because every time she uh, is called out on some of her anti-Semitic remarks or defending uh, people who attempted to join ISIS, uh, denies radicalization, uh, it is of my belief that uh, that she is not pro-America. She is not a America first and, and certainly does not represent the vast majority of American people. But uh, she... she turns it around and every time something happens she's oh well you're well, you're racist you're islamophobic yes, of the gap and let me tell you she does not represent muslim women as well uh, she is an em embarrassment to the democratic party uh it, for me it is shameful that she calls herself a muslim woman because what comes out of her mouth is full of hate and uh you know she has no qualms about her anti-semitism and and she has done this over and over again you know if it was a one time slip one could say okay you know you accept a human error but she has intentionally uh, done this over and over again I distance myself from her I find her a total embarrassment and a shame and I wish uh, she would think about what she says and how it impacts young people who look upon her as a role model she is in a place of responsibility she is in a position of power she has been elected by the same Americans that she abuses and she uh, represents uh, a, you know, a community, and so uh, she should uh, have more positive things to say about the country where she lives, where she calls home. Well, I, I certainly agree with you on that. I, the, the language in that that we're hearing, I mean, there is a rise in anti-Semitism. I know certainly in the United States, across Western Europe, I, I believe in Canada uh, as yes, well, and it, it has become uh, very mainstream. Well, this is what has happened, unfortunately. It has been made mainstream. And as um, I've been watching this, and my organization and I have always spoken out very clearly and openly about the fact that the 
fact that anti-Semitism is never acceptable. You know, 10 years ago, people were still hushed about it, but now it has become open and acceptable and justifiable, and it's happening everywhere. It's happening on university campuses. Uh, it is happening through institutions and organizations and individuals. And unfortunately, people like Ilhan Omar and Rashid Tlaib, they make it, uh, you know, a normal state of affairs, and this is something we should never accept. Uh, you know, as human beings, this kind of abusive language towards another people, another community, and other countries is never acceptable, and especially from people who hold positions of power. So uh, it it is very, very unacceptable and, and very depressing. Well, and, uh, no, I, I totally agree with that. And just, uh, you know, you mentioned the Armenian genocide uh, earlier, and I don't think that we learn, uh, it, our kids don't learn enough about that in school. Uh, you know, and that makes me think of uh, the, the normalization, uh, that it's just something that happened. Uh, AOC equating the, the Holocaust with what's going on at the southern border. Uh, I, I think that a lot of this uh, this upcoming generation has been uh, essentially brainwashed to to ignore these atrocities or it's become so normalized well that's the part of the problem you see uh, this younger generation uh, does not know what what their elders and what their ancestors have fought for even when you look at the political correctness that exists the fact that our freedoms are being curtailed because we are not allowed to speak freely freely for fear of being called uh, racists or bigots. I mean, especially, uh, you know, when we are speaking about an issue like radicalization within, uh, you know, within the Muslim world. Uh, people, there, there is the regressive left. There are people politically correct. There are political agendas. And uh, these young people who really are, should be much more aware, um, don't have that history. They don't have that background. You know, when you talk about the aboriginal communities, when you talk about the Holocaust, when you talk about the Armenian genocide, they don't know what the historical facts are. They just go with the popular flow of what's happening on social media. So I think we have a responsibility to educate them. And one of the mandates of my organization is to expose the problem, educate the masses, and then empower for change. But unless we expose the problem, we'll never get to part two and three. Well, it, very true. Um, so yeah. tell people again, because this uh, this movie that the Clarion Project is putting out, it, it airs July 19th, um, you said in Washington, well, D.C., correct? It's having a pre-screening at Capitol Hill. It is still in post-production. It shall be released soon. It's called Kids Chasing Paradise, and the trailer is on the website of the Clarion Project, which is www.clarionproject.org, and also the prevent extremism program is explained on the website so anyone who's interested can go on the clarion website and see the trailer and understand what a powerful film this is and and again we're talking about children right here in the united states that are being radicalized correct yes, yes we are we are uh, Raheel, as always i could keep you another hour but i thank you so much for your time i hope you have a wonderful evening i have my pleasure and you have a great evening as well and thank you for having Thank you. All right. Uh, always enjoy having her on, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great night. We're back tomorrow. Good night. Wake up with news from around the world. This morning, America's First News with Gordon Deal. Early mornings, 4 to 6 on WTKI Talk. One of the things about the humidor is it's probably got the greatest variety of any tobacco shop in Huntsville. I come down here because the variety of accessibility of the different types of cigars that they have. Great selection of cigars, and they have the best selection of cigars around at a good price. Buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys. Great pipe selection, great tobacco selection. They do a great job of taking care of the customer, and that's what counts. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest. Now open Sundays, noon to 6. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. 
Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and one.